0: In February 2013, it was a cold night in La Crosse, Wisconsin. The winds were howling, the temperatures were dropping, and mischief was in the air. On that quiet evening, the sounds of gunshots rang through the air, ricocheting off nearby buildings as a car sped off down the road, billowing exhaust clouds that tangled the steam of warm air rising out of the manholes in the road. Shell casings tinkered against the pavement. The smell of hot bullets penetrated the air bystanders called the police with the tail number of the vehicle as victims clasped their chest and legs in agony. Brave policemen got into their vehicles in search of whoever committed such a heinous crime. That's when they pulled over Eric Loomis. Eric denied participating in the drive-by shooting but was found driving that same car later in the evening. He was arrested and taken into custody for questioning, fingerprinting, and normal intake procedures. However, in addition to the usual paperwork, Eric was given a self questionnaire about the events, any past events, himself, and just general character questions. At his pre-sentencing hearing, Eric was charged with attempting to flee an officer and operating a vehicle without the owner's consent. He pled guilty to both charges. Upon his guilty pleas, Wisconsin sentenced him to the maximum sentence of six years in prison with five years of extended supervision. What makes this case interesting is how the judiciary came to the decision. You see, they use an algorithmic assessment tool called COMPASS. COMPASS stands for Correctional Offender Management Profiling for Alternative Sanctions. This is a proprietary software created by a company called North Point. Eric, his attorney, and the law enforcement were not privy to be able to see the algorithm used to determine his sentencing. North Point says it's a proprietary trade secret, and they can't disclose the methods to their assessments. Eric and his attorney appealed to the Wisconsin Supreme Court, arguing that not being able to have access into the assessment's analysis denied his Fifth Amendment right to due process. The Fifth Amendment says no person shall be deprived of life, liberty, or property without due process of law. They also argued that the assessment used gender as a factor and brought in an expert witness to testify that argued that Compass should not be used for incarceration decisions because too little is known about the software and there are other sorts of information that the court should know about the individual cases. But unfortunately, the Wisconsin Supreme Court denied his appeal for new sentencing. They argued that their decision was not solely based on the Compass analysis. The Wisconsin court was in agreement that Compass should not be the only determining factor at sentencing, and that judges judges should still exercise discretion. So what is Compass, and how does it work? Well, it's a four-step process with a series of checks and balances. It begins with the intake process by giving the offender a self report evaluation to fill out. This is later cross checked by a lie detector test using, quote, bizarre and unlikely items, which collectively aim to identify offenders who are being defensive or attempting to not be self revealing. Now, what defines, quote, bizarre and unlikely items is uncertain and not defined. The next step is a sampled interview given to the defendant by an individual from the court system that has been trained using the Compass software. Now, keep in mind, on the website, their basic package only gives the trainees two days of training, unless otherwise requested. So you'd have to think, with all the budgetary constraints our local and state court systems face, one could possibly assume they only receive the minimum two-day training, hardly making them an expert. The third step is a guided discussion. Again, there is not a description of what that means. And the final step is checking the last two steps with two more validity tests, including a random responding test that looks for any inconsistencies, and then an inconsistency test that examines an offender's social history, their predicted risk levels from the assessment, and the profile of risk factors pertaining to that offender. If anything is uncovered, then more tests are performed. But again, it doesn't go into what further testing may be done. Once each test is performed, the offender's responses are graded from 1 to 10 and added up to determine their risk level. Now, COMPASS does note that women are graded differently than men. The reason that Compass provides is that women have experienced more economic marginalization, trauma, victimization, abuse, mental health, dysfunctional intimate relationships, self-hate, and parental stress. It also notes that these algorithms should not be used on an offender who has committed a sex crime, mentally ill defendants, or for offenders with substance abuse issues. Finally, it compares the risk levels to the offender's, quote, norm group. There are eight identified norm groups, including male prison uh, and parole, which is males that are incarcerated in prison or on parole, males who are in jail, males who are on probation, or a mix of everything. Then there's also females in prison or on parole, females in jail, females in probation, or A mix of everything, again, with females. So, all this sounds somewhat fair, right? Well, here are what the issues lie. First, when you're given written directions on how to do something, you tend to follow them verbatim, correct? The assessment is aimed to use as a factor, helping the judges in a case make a decision so they technically have discretion in their decisions. What people fear is that the decision-making will become machine-like, where they will see the decision made and stick with it, without factoring in personal factors from the individual's history. Second, there are very few studies that have been done on Compass. It was originally made to be used for probation and parole departments to help decide treatment options and somehow became a nationally rolled out pre-sentencing tool. These are decisions of people's lives and should include a little greater care and thought than a simple algorithm to determine an incarceration length. Third, it generalizes the whole U.S. as a population, instead of factoring in local norms and local zip codes. If they use local norms, it could be a more fair assessment, but would require constant studies and upkeep of the software. Fourth, there was a study done by ProPublica that shows that Compass is more than twice as likely to determine a black defendant guilty than a white defendant. This is due to bias built into the algorithm, which is the heart of the issue of why the algorithm was built in the first place, to reduce bias. If you log on to North Point's LinkedIn page, you'll notice that of the less than 40 employees shown on LinkedIn, about 90% of them are white. This is problematic because if you want to build a system that reduces bias, then it requires the algorithm to be built by a diverse population, including a member of each minority group and equally distributed among male and females. So while the software was created to be good and to do good, it still has a lot of kinks to be worked out, and more studies and transparency needs to be there. Several states, such as Pennsylvania and New Jersey, have decided to create their own algorithmic tools to compete with COMPASS, but that are 100% totally transparent for anyone to see, read, or question. These nine factors in their public assessment tool include the age of the offense, current violent offense, pending charges, prior misdemeanors, prior felonies, prior violent convictions, prior failure to appear in the past two years, and prior failure to appear before the past two years before that, and prior sentence to incarceration. And through all of this, the judge's discretion is allowed. Besides, who would you rather decide your sentencing? An algorithm built by engineers, scientists, and IT majors, or someone who holds a doctorate in law, plus 10 to 20 years of experience before becoming a judge. I choose the latter any day. On a final note, Virginia has been using this compass system since 1994. Just a little something to think about.